talking. Yeah. <laughs> and look at that. We're already on episode two and three. That's what's up. <laughs> okay, so you guys got to, you have to talk about why two and three. Why, why two episodes back to back. Well, first of all, we have to introduce our guest speaker. I'm a speaker? Yeah, yes. <laughs> or am I just a guest? So, You're right. I mean, our guest. Okay. We have a guest today. One of the male listeners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One of the guys we talked about in our last episode, and um, he specifically requested to be a guest speaker on over episode three. Yes. Because he wanted to really talk about the most famous scything scene. Scything scene. It's, it's what you call the, the most culturally relevant scene of the entire series. So that's what I want to be a part of. I never knew what scything was until I saw this episode. <laughs> and I went back and researched what scything was and there's some pretty boring information and boring people <laughs> that show you what scything is and we'll talk about that later. All right. So how do we open this up? <laughs> I'd say you just start with episode two. Yep. Oh wait. So, okay. Let's backtrack. Guess, Let's backtrack a little bit. Let's see what our guest has to say. Okay, so I rewatched episode one because there's a lot I didn't remember from episode one, right? I think you told me. So Hans is my husband. I told you my <laughs> husband was the guy that got hooked into this. I'm my current husband. I, he's my current husband, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so you said to me, "Wait, I never saw this," and I was like, "What?" How could you never seen this? You mean episode one? Yeah, episode one. Okay, so I think when you started watching it, I missed the very beginning because the whole Virginia, him in the army thing at the very beginning of, I, never, I don't remember any of that. So, oh. so it wasn't until I think like a third of the way through I started watching it with you. Okay. So, um, so I'm trying to figure out, because we've watched the whole series together mm-hmm. and you've watched it <laughs> more times than there are numbers in the universe. <laughs> So calm down. <laughs> Don't be jealous. So given given Ross's character arc, there's a lot that actually happens in episode one that we won't recap because you guys have already done episode one. But yes. Yes. but I've tried to figure out why is why why is Ross the way he is? Like, what's the touchstone point? Uh-huh. So I <laughs> enlighten us. Yes. So I narrowed it down. I called it Ross Poldark's No Good, Very Bad Fortnite. <laughs> it's like No Good, Very Bad Day. Yeah. A book? Yeah. But it's a fortnight okay. because in episode one... You learned a fortnight. Not a horrible, no good, very bad day. It's a book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's, that's my reference. Okay. So fortnight is... <laughs> Two weeks. Yes, correct. Yeah. So... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so it's his very, his very bad fortnight, right? Uh-huh. Because there's the suggested three-month period when they're going to get married, but then it gets narrowed down to right away. Right. So these are the strikes against Ross. Okay. So he joins... Strike them. one. But yeah, okay. So he joins the military to avoid the gallows. You get that right away. He's obviously got PTSD that they never really address, but okay. you know, it, he's, he's got doing issues. Fine. Right. He's got issues. I think he's fine. <laughs> he's presumed dead. He got knocked in the head. He did. Yeah. People live through worse things. But it's war, right? Okay. Right. Because they deal with PTSD later in the yes. show, right? Okay. So he's presumed dead, bad family reputation, doesn't know his father's dead. The woman he loves or is is going to marry his cousin, right? Uh, <laughs> everything in Cornwall is terrible. Everything's yes. in disrepair. Yes. He's got weak finances with little to no inheritance. The mine went down the toilet. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he has to like hawk everything in his house for cash. Yes. So. So it kind of sucks to be him right now. <laughs> so totally understand where he's coming from. And then he's got that golden ticket moment from his uncle. 
Yes. At the moment of Sona. It's either yes. I'll pay for whatever you want, just get out of town. Right. Versus him staying in Cornwall. And it kind of seemed like he's trying, he's kind of falling in love with his hometown again mm-hmm. at the end of episode his one. His people's. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's a sense of determination in him. He's not just going to be leaving. He's going to try. He's going to try to turn it around. Yes. Yeah. He's not going to give up. He's not a quitter. Mm-hmm. He's a fighter. Okay, so that brings me to my next point. At the very end of that episode, he's at that crossroads with Elizabeth and Demelz is on the horse. And he says, I lost sight of something. I came in search of it. Having found it, I'm going home. Which we discussed the last episode. What was it that he found? What do you think? What did he lose sight of and what did he lose found? So that came like right after the part where, what's her name? Prudy runs to the house to get her family, or to get his family to help him because right. he's getting the... It's not kicked out of him. Yes. Yeah. And they don't do anything, but then all his buddies from his fiefdom come out and fight his fight. So mm-hmm. I think it's like he's looking for his place at home. Okay. Now that he's found it, he's going to reinvest in home, and that's kind of what leads us into episode two when okay. he's going to reopen the mine. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. Yes. And we we yes. have Jed talking about mining kind of in the background, right? What kind of business it is. It's... Even though it's in your blood and it is the bread bread of life, um, he says it it makes you reckless and also makes you bold. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're setting the stakes for the whole for this episode because mm-hmm. it's like mining is just this huge gamble, but it's like this huge romance for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. It could be wonderful, things could be great, and then it can just or cave big. in on you. Yes, like a mine. literally, like a mine, like a mine. <laughs> it's all in the mine. Yep, it's all in the mine. Yeah. And then we cut to Demelza washing her hair wet in cold water. Doing it by herself. Delicing herself in some way, I guess. I, right. My note was Demelza is not into showering. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to, which is like a water pump? I mean, that's all she's got. It's well, like the, camping all the time. That's right. He gets to go in the ocean. And she's got this beautiful long mane. Ah, my hair's curly. I get having to wash your hair when you have not a regular shower. It it's not fun. That would cause a backache. Didn't Ross like have her under the uh, pump to get yeah. rid of her like crawlers? Yes, <laughs> and that's that's like what she has to use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how she says that. What is she says? Um, <laughs> she said, "What someone they she has to scrub herself raw to 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 please some folk." <laughs> like I gotta rub, yes. scrub herself raw. I think she's being a little dramatic about how well she has to be. As clean person, but you need to you need to be very clean. That's true. Yes. So what's Judd and Prudy's excuse? Ah, they just don't care. Yeah. Why don't they? Are they forced <laughs> to like wash themselves and they're they gotta have fleas and like brush their teeth? I mean, what's with well, their teeth? They're not brushing their teeth. Trust me. Melba has nice teeth. Yeah. It's movie magic. Oh, it's true. It is. Melba's supposed to have this transformation in. <laughs> If she had teeth like Judd and Prudy, then the transformation would be years, mm-hmm. as opposed to an episode. That's well. Yeah, we gotta talk about transformation. We can do that transformation. later. Transformation. Yeah. Transformation. Well, there's almost a transformation already in the second episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gets a dress and a, one of those cape things. A cloak. Mm-hmm. A cloak. A cloak. Her hair starts going up nicely. Mm-hmm. She starts looking more ladylike. She doesn't look like a street pirate. No. <laughs> <laughs> Her cool pants. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so she's trying. So here's the other, like, kind of weight on this episode is they're kind of giving you the idea that, because this is like, what was the mind that closed? 
So wheel wreath. So wheel wreath closes. The war leggings call in the loan. And then what's his face? Bassett. Bassett, that's right. Kills himself. Yeah. So there's this, you get like this feeling of like the heavy boot of the banking system on, mm -hmm. like hanging on over everybody. So, yes. which is kind of, and then like George kind of feels a little bad, just a little bit. Well, yeah, but also he's like, well, what's it going to look like on us mm -hmm. that we just made a guy like kill himself? Mm -hmm. So he's kind of concerned about their reputation too. Do you think he feels bad though? Because he says it's like, what what's wrong with these families? Like they don't have a backbone, like they're like yeah. weak. They can't mm -hmm. handle the stress. So, I mean, there was a little, I don't know if there was any empathy there, but. There know. was maybe like five seconds of empathy. Maybe. Yeah. And then it was like, then he thought about it and was like, oh yeah, this isn't great for us either. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, he's got like a sliver of empathy left. Cause yes. I think we're getting George at like the tail end of yeah. him feeling anything for anybody anymore. I and think he just maybe got... wasn't always a jerk. Yeah. And now he's like starting to get to his head more and more. And but he's got that he's got his uncle right it's yes. just like why would you feel bad it's all right. about the profit i mean it's true he's influencing him what does he do on the weekend i don't know i That's mean a good question wear a wig he's always wearing a wig well he's not always he's got it off sometimes right i know he's probably got a bald dude's club he goes to yeah he's going for a swim hanging out listening to people <laughs> yeah. judging them silently that's what he does on the show I think yeah. he finds the darkest corner of every any room he's in and just he just suddenly <laughs> appears yeah yeah it's like, like Okay. Hello, George. I say my five lines. Let's go. <laughs> Mr. Negative. Yes. So yeah. So we cut to him, um, the the character of Ross kind of moving into where he's helping everybody. So he takes Demelza in, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have in this episode him taking Jim in, helping Jim out, Jim and Jenny, the girl that's mm -hmm. pregnant. Well, that's episode three, right? That's no, three. episode two. Is it two? Do they mm -hmm. work that into both? Yeah. Of them? Oh, okay. okay. No, he, he kind of starts helping. Remember they, they, because um, Prudy mentions like, oh, are we going to take all the waifs in, the strays of the county, the homeless, neglected. So that's what she mentions oh, to him. Okay. Oh, okay, that part, not, not to the part where I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from a, from a dude's perspective, I kind of like Captain Ross's office. He's all got the cool little the man cave. There. Yeah, it's kind of, well, it's not all that man cave. He's just got like books it's, and maps it's, and it's equivalent pieces of the coal or good. like, what is that stuff? Yeah, like uh, stuff from the mine. Yeah. Tin. He's got Mac Native American, glass. Native American memorabilia. Yes. He got uh -huh. from a mm, all sorts of things. tourist trap mm -hmm. in Virginia. But he keeps selling stuff. <laughs> okay, so. He left. So that's, that's my note. He's, he's looking around for stuff to sell, and he sees the ring on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, sell that ring. Can't Get let rid it go. Of it. He can't let it go. Does it show up again? I think he sells it. Does he sell Doesn't it? Doesn't he eventually? We're going to have to watch no, and see. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. it's Forgotten. Time ago. But time he, ago. he didn't at that point. Not at that point. Mm -hmm. He still has it. Okay. <laughs> so about the inner workings of, what's the house? What's the name of the house? Which house? Churro, right? Churro? No, no, not like the churro you eat. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> not a churro. <laughs> churro. True. Is that the name of the house? I can't. I don't know how to say it. Where the pole darks are at? Yeah. Where like Francis and them live? No, that's Trenwith. Oh, no. Trenwith. Trenwith? Trenwith. Right? You know, churro is the city. Trenwith is because remember he is pole dark of Trenwith. Oh. Remember he tells the lady of the oh, house later yes. on. Pole dark of Trenwith. Yes. You think Graham's making churros? <laughs> <laughs> you could be. I want one really bad night now. <laughs> They're probably nasty. Yeah. That's true. I've had churros in England. Mm, what? A little different. Why? Uh -huh. oh, we went to a Mexican restaurant in England. <laughs> and they had churros. <laughs> and it was, you know, not the same as the foot-long churros that we have here. 
The Costco churros were accustomed to. The Costco to. churro was not the same as one that I had in the Mexican restaurant in England. Salisbury, England, to be exact. But it was good in its own way. I had cinnamon and sugar on it. Mm-hmm. It was fried. <laughs> Dipped it in some sauce. It was good. That's good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so they're at the house. Like, Poldark shows up at the house, right? Yeah. And <laughs> there's that whole scene where Verity's basically... You guys talked about this last episode, hand and footing everybody, right? She's like, tea like, for you. She can't have a life. We need her to wait on exactly. us. Exactly. It's like, it's her right. daughter. Rude. And why is he not marrying her off, though? Yeah. To like a wealthy guy. And then they'd have connections. Mm hmm. He's so concerned about his house. That's right. It's like 25, right? Men were important. Yes. Was Men that? were important in the families back then. Women but that could have been them. another connection for them. They could have. That's true, but. They wanted to get, I mean, wanted to get married, right? But it almost seemed like anybody that came along, she's like, oh, she's 25. That's well, that was old back then. Yeah, that was old. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got married 25. You did? So I was the equivalent of a verity. Is he a nice guy? He's all right. Okay. No. He's not a sea captain. No, he's no sea captain. <laughs> he's no Scyther. Yeah. He's no Ross Boldark. He's probably got scurvy. <laughs> no one else is. <laughs> so how do, you feel about, how do you feel about Uncle Charles's hat in the show? <laughs> Uncle Charles's hat. He's so, oh gosh, I don't know what to think of. I mean, Uncle I don't Charles. like he's Charles. He's like a really, he's just a really rough father figure for Francis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit in episode three, but he just, the way he treats Verity, he's just, I don't know, he tells her, like where, where Ross invites Verity to visit, and he tells her she has no time to be gadding about. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like, okay. He's not a very loving, fatherly figure. No. He never no. shows any love toward his kids. Mm-mm. No, because it's like he wants, like at some point he wants Ross to even like take Francis under his wing and show him the ropes. Mm-hmm. And Francis is like, I don't know anything about mining because dad won't show me. So right. I don't like him. No. I don't like that. Well, he did die. I mean, not like on the show, but in real life. On the end of the credits, it said in the loving memory of that guy's name, looked it up, shot a picture of him. <laughs> I don't know when he died. It was that year, but obviously he finished oh. the season because I was like, oh, that's why they killed him off. But then I realized, no, <laughs> he played it himself. Like, he was having a heart attack, so Maybe that didn't was. make sense. Maybe he was sick but during he the did episode. Die. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's sad. sad. I know. Well, hopefully you can bury him with that hat. <laughs> he may have. So I do like that Ross goes to the bank and he meets... Harris Pasco. I like Pasco. Yes. Pasco's a nice guy. He's a nice mm-hmm. guy. Very empathetic individual. Yes. Good friend? Better wig? Or what do you feel about his wig? Oh, I don't like any of the wigs. <laughs> They're a little funky. I don't know if the wig. They well. probably didn't smell very good either. Oh, no. no. Wash those things. Yeah, because yeah. it's not real hair. But it was like a hat. It was like a symbol of what you did. That was your hat. Whatever wig you had. Like his was kind of pointy, right? Yeah. <laughs> it so didn't really fit his head. It, <laughs> It's like the judge had a different type of wig, and all the lawyers have their own wigs, mm-hmm. and that's that's right. It indicated what they did. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if we did that now? Like if we had just like kept the wig thing going, and you could just have all these different types of wigs. Mm. Would it be cheaper than a haircut every couple um, of weeks? Or? Probably not. No, no. It might. Yeah, I don't know. Of course, they had wigs back then because everybody had lice, right? That's true. What? Well, didn't some people have lice? Or? They probably got them from the wigs. <laughs> they keep wearing probably. them and keep patching eggs on their head. Probably. That doesn't help things. <laughs> so, so then we, 
I liked, okay, so there was the ball. I know maybe I'm moving Yeah, forward, no, no, you're not moving. That's good. Talk about the ball. There will, the sea captain, Blaney, appears. Yes. Ooh, the Blaney He's conundrum. interested in Verity. But why is he interested? He meets her, but why do you think he's interested in her? I don't know. It's like she's just sitting there by himself, and it just, like, glances across the room. It's like, who's that? Mm-hmm. You don't think it was really just, like, love at first sight? No, but what was the, the draw, even more of the draw for him with her? She's young. To him. Well, do you remember they started talking about sailing? And she, oh, like, yeah. knew oh. all the little, like, she was interested. And she, like, knew and was carrying a conversation about sailing. So he was just like, ooh. And he moved pretty sailing? fast. It was like, as soon as she said that, like, I would like to speak to your yes. father. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. You know there, something about buddy? sailing? Let's talk to your father immediately. I want to marry you. He said something yeah. about rigging and strapping. which yes. was all, Yeah. Yes. I think that was a little <laughs> double entendre. Wow. Well, wow. Well, well, well. Well. He wanted to talk to the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Reeking oh. and strapping. <laughs> yes. But she's, you know, she's a very, I like Verity because she, even though she's lost in a moment with this potential suitor, mm-hmm. she's still very aware of her surroundings because yep. she notices what's happening with Ross, Francis, yep. and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And not that she's like, uh-oh, something's happening. Ross and Elizabeth are behaving inappropriately. I need to interfere. So she gets up, even though she has her yeah. moment. She could stand there and be like, whatever, those whatever. idiots. Right? Deal with themselves. Mm-hmm. She goes, and to protect the honor of her family, mm-hmm. she's trying to make sure everyone is behaving appropriately. Saint Verity. Yes. That was a pretty bold She's move. a very, I would say she has a very um, respectable character. She is, a, you know, mm-hmm. she's a character to be respected for who she stands for and what's important and how she tries to help others. Mm-hmm. Like you said, she tried to help Ross. So speaking of Ross and Elizabeth, that was pretty bold of him to ask her to dance. Yeah. Like, what was he thinking? But wasn't it okay Why? to ask? Yeah. But, you know, he was all irritated with her, and now it's like, well, let's go ask her to dance. Why would he do that? He knows everyone's watching. Do you think he's trying to, like, win her back at that point? So, I so my thought was he was just being oblivious, right? Because he doesn't... He's being stupid. He doesn't want to play the high high society game. He just wants to be Ross and mm-hmm. there's a, a moment so. when him and Elizabeth are kind of eye contact yes. and they're smiling at each other and joking and then the, the dance happens and he just kind of loses himself in the moment and then George here he comes <laughs> puts it in hey Francis check out your wife mm. and Ross and oh, she would plant this little seed, seed in yeah. your mind now mm-hmm. there it starts that's where it all began. Definitely, right there. Mm-hmm. Landing little tiny seeds of doubt in their marriage. Yes. Wow. And then poor Miss Teague. Ah, <laughs> oh, Miss Teague. Okay. Can't stand that girl. We were talking about this. Why does the, why are they so insistent on her being with Ross? He doesn't have any money. That's a good point, yeah. So why does the mom like go get with Ross? He doesn't have anything to offer her. He's got a name, but that doesn't matter. She's gonna go live at the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be able to live there. No, she, he, he would, would have to move in with her, her, I guess. Oh, yeah. But still. But he would never go for that. No. He wouldn't be like the kind of man that would be like, yeah, I'll go live in your posh place. But I really love how he just ultimately is like, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Just go away. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, she's like, oh, I've got the next dance. He's like, oh, no, no. I don't like her, yeah. Oh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Miss Teague, he's out of your league. Oh, Ooh, good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really want to get some sound effects into this podcast. <laughs> I feel like we could have one right there. Like, what'd you, what would you have as a sound effect? 
think you need to download an app to you get should. that. If there's, anyone has any ideas of some good sound effects, let us know. Oh, there's a board. There's got to be a board you can. Yes. Yeah. All right. No, then we have to talk about the enterprising Miss Margaret. One service is all I need. Ross is oh. enraged. Bad, <laughs> so bad. He runs to the arms of. Oh, is that what her name? I just called her the lady. She's like the hand right. She's the hand lady reader. of the night. I think they call her Margaret? Yeah, just Margaret. No just last Margaret. name. <laughs> That's all. That must be her performing name. <laughs> I'm Margaret. I prefer Lady of the Night or Lady of the Day. Let me look at your hands. I'm going to read your future. She's got gross hands. She does. Her fingernails. They're, like, <laughs> they're icky. I know. Wash those hands. Oh, gross. Well, nobody's washing anything, so. That's true. Not even dirty. their teeth. <laughs> and then we, okay, so now we cut back to the, the ball's kind of happening, right? And then you they go back to Demelza in Ross's little library and she's yeah. like going through his things just kind of intrigued by his belongings yes. and you know she's and then Judd confronts her and scares her like, scare me oh. too if I saw him standing there oh that's it's right well, she was Ugh. she was lurking and being nosy Nelly so mm-hmm. you know. which that brings up a good point earlier Prudy's like oh you're here is so great and they got their feet kicked up and she's scrubbing the floor right yeah and so why you- do they want her out yeah, I don't get that. Because then she's going to be doing all the work, and so is he. So mm-hmm. you might as well just keep her around, right? Well, yeah. work. <laughs> Not- well, yeah, but I mean, if, if Demos is out, Ross is going to make them start working. That's true. Yeah. Well, he's already making them start Well, I guess working. he is. They just don't actually do it. Yeah. They make Demos do all of it. Uh-huh. Maybe, just, maybe the judge just wandered downstairs when he shouldn't have. And- maybe. I was like, I'm going to cause trouble. He just wants to scare her and be a jerk. Yeah, he's the, he's the evil caddy from mm-hmm. Sherlock, so. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> Let's see here. People, we got so many notes. Oh, that's right. Uh, Demelza lurks at the beach. Remember that? Um, That's after, yeah, that's after the... The dirty deed. <laughs> he needs to go wash off his sins for the lady of the night. That's right. So she's like peeking through. She hears horse hooves in the mm-hmm. background. And then she's like, I don't know what she's doing out in the field. Probably picking flowers because yeah. that's what she does. Yeah, she's hanging out with Garrick. She's like a wild Garrick child. Going like, for a yeah. walk. Like, I got wildflowers. Oh my God, what's going on? Horses. So I do have to say, I love, okay, so when Elizabeth comes over to his house to like yeah. say, oh, you need to break up Verity and the sea captain. Yeah. But when Elizabeth comes over, I love Demelza's reaction to her. What? Like, she opens That's the right. door and she's just like staring at her. With like fish with, like, guts. Yeah. Fish guts all like, over her face. What's oh. going through her mind? <laughs> <laughs> like, fish blood guts. She's just so awkward and she just doesn't know how to react to a lady. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get the feeling like she was a little intimidated. Yeah, right? I think so. And probably aware that she's covered in like gore. Right. <laughs> There's <laughs> this like, distinguished woman in uh-huh. front of her. I just thought that was funny. Oh, and she does the zombie curtsy again. Yeah, she does. <laughs> like she, she's never had to do this in her life, and now she's around she's trying semi people of society. So she's like, <laughs> like doing this thriller. Curtsying, I think, is probably harder than it looks. That's true. We should all learn the card to say. We should. I think we should. Curtsy or courtesy? I don't know. Curtsy. Wait, you guys have never curtsied? <laughs> no, we don't live in... Ballet. Yeah, we took well, it like a ballet. Yeah. But it wasn't like, okay, take a... Oh, well, okay, at the end. Maybe I was taking a bow. I don't know. Take <laughs> a bow. Take a bow. <laughs> take a bow. <laughs> so, so that time Elizabeth comes over and she's mm-hmm. telling Ross that he needs to fix things, you notice mm-hmm. that he is... Seems like he's thinking and he's talking about her and him. Mm-hmm. And then he gets over there, and then it's like... It's about Verity. 
sincerity. Mm-hmm. He was like ready to just go say, nope, you need to break off the marriage. Mm-hmm. Good thing they said something. <laughs> yeah, it felt awkward. Yeah. Yeah, he was thinking it's, he was, mm-hmm. the jig was up on him. Yep. Okay, so Verity goes to Ross and she's like, no, it's not like that at all. But, so, <laughs> so how do you sell someone instantly on the fact that, no, 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 he's a great guy. Uh, his wife came at him, and he shoved her back, and she died and went to prison. But he's really great. I know it in my heart. He, I mean, how do you sell that instantly to somebody? I don't know. It's like, if your best friend point. came over, like, oh, this is Andrew. He, you know, he's been to prison, and, you know, he was convicted <laughs> of killing his wife, but there's the real story. You'd be it's like... an accident. Yeah. Like, it's an accident, but I love him. I don't know. Uh, you know, I think she was really desperate to get married. <laughs> Well, at that point, she was already a prisoner. Into him. Yeah, I think she was already into him. So, yeah, I mean, the his back, his past wasn't going to stop her. I guess her perception of him. I don't know. But you know, as the show goes on, he never does anything to her. So. But you don't know that at the moment. She seems happy. Well, it's true though. At the moment, you don't know. I was a little scared the first time I saw it. I thought, oh, this might not be good. <laughs> yes. So then there's the. Well, let's see. Am I skipping a part too high? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, no, because we're talking about it anyway. So then he comes. They find him at Ross's place meeting together. And here comes Francis and his dad. And then it's like, Francis is going to be all big man. And we're going to take a duel, gun duel. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Francis was overreacting, like, a lot. Yeah. No problems. He called him a skunk, right? Yeah. No, no. He called Andrew a skunk. And then Andrew called him an insolent puppy. Oh, you insolent puppy. <laughs> Yeah. A puppy? Puppy. Yeah, okay, puppy. Like, it's a bumby. <laughs> I didn't say that. But. Okay, so I just have to say, I really like how, okay, how did they get the weather to match the scene? It's all cloudy and like thunderstormy. Did they wait and say, okay, we're going to film this scene on a really cloudy, dark day? But isn't that the weather of that area though? Like naturally? But there's a lot of sunny days. <laughs> you know, other days they're, he's like, on his horse, galloping by the sea, and it's sunny. Maybe they had to, like, I don't know, just like, take a moment, like, check the weather forecast and say, okay, we're going to film this scene. Film it. Mm-hmm. Can't fake those clouds. <laughs> well, they probably got the script first, right? And then yeah, they get the right yeah. day, and then, because it's they not just, linear. They timed it very well. So, you find the right day, it's like, ooh, it's dark and for voting, let's give these guys some guns. Do you, do you love the part when um, Judd's asked to count? Yes, <laughs> I have that in my notes, too. One, one two, two, four, four seven. 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 You, can you count? Yeah. yeah. One, two, four, seven. <laughs> like, oh, that, he's a great He just kind of like starts backing out. I think we're good. It's like, peace. I know. That was pretty awesome. Okay, and I don't like this. Francis knocks down Verity twice. I know. Just he's like shoves her yes. aside. Yes. Jerk. And he throws a punch at Andrew, and like he flinches, and then Andrew just and, like knocks him to the floor with one. <laughs> right, and no one like goes and say, "Hey, you know, don't be mean to your sister." Or whatever. That's ridiculous. It's like he's not even defending his honor. He's just more no. worried about right. something else. Right. He's not concerned about his sister. Just like chucking so her on the ground. An underlying issue of jealousy already mm-hmm. happening. So mm-hmm. he's just got some pent up aggression building up and feelings yes it's that like kind of needs to get out yeah francis says the the wormy whiny 
kind of guy. It's like, pants. he is. But he gets better <laughs> towards the, I mean, we'll talk about it later. It's a different, like, Francis, it's, anyway. Yeah, he just changes all of a sudden. Yeah. I think it's George. It's George. Yeah. It is. He's planting things in his head, and he's hanging out with them more and listening to them. And mm-hmm. George is a worm. He is a worm. He's a bad dude. And then Demelza has a great line. <laughs> when, oh, wait. Do you guys want to talk about the duel? Sorry, go ahead. Well, we're talking about it now, aren't we? Or, yeah. or are we done talking about it? No, duel. No, it. the duel. I mean, the you duel. know what? The okay, duel. two guys, you count, and then shoot. And then mm-hmm. I guess, you know, you hope one of you lives, I guess. Right, <laughs> basically. But, you know, Francis is an idiot. He gets shot, what, in the neck? So he's bleeding a lot more than Blamey is. Mm-hmm. So then Ross, as being a soldier, knows what to do in those moments. And, and Prudy him. can't handle it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't do blood. I'm a fear of blood. That's right. And then Demelza has the awesome, I ain't feared. Yeah. Or, yeah, I ain't yes. feared. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. She did pretty good. She said, well, she's been covered in animal gore, so might as well get... <laughs> it's true. She had to go meet the cattle. <laughs> what it pretty says, cattle's got to go be meated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Meated? That's if you might say it. <laughs> yep. That's, I never, never realized that. And I was like, oh, she has to do that? That would really suck. She didn't have a problem gutting those fishies. <laughs> so they save his life. And then what bugs me so bad is the dad doesn't even say thank you. He's like, mm-hmm. don't expect me to thank you. He's like, really? Because he blames mm-hmm. him for the situation to begin yeah, with. Yeah, but still, he, he, you know, like when Ross was looking at him for a second, he was thinking, if he dies, I got Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Boom. Easy solution. But then he like paused and then he's like, no, I got to go help him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the drowning scene all over again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. From episode it's one. Like, mm-hmm. Had a second chance. And he didn't Why don't you it. learn to swim, Francis? I know. Mm-hmm. And I think when Demelza helps him with the whole, like, Francis bloody neck situation, I think he starts to see the value right there mm-hmm. in Demelza because she's just, like, a go-getter. She's yeah. not afraid. She's like, okay, I'll do whatever task you want. No problem. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not going to question it. Not afraid of it. So I think he starts to see the value right there in her. And does Francis ever say thank you to Ross for saving my life? I think we'll get into that. You would think, later. you know. I think later, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But right before that. What? Elizabeth drops the bomb. I'm with She's a child. child. The baby bomb. Yeah. How could you let him die? <laughs> like he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like really? Do you think that was she like... She jumped re- to that pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was kind oh, of... Oh, he's dead. Good. No, he's fine. Like, oh. oh. Dang it. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> and then right before the thing that you said where... What? She like... He's like... he Because he tells Demelza she did well, uh-huh. right? Like at the very end of the episode. Yeah. But before that, he's like... he. Ross says he built a castle out of winks and smiles with Elizabeth, oh, right? that's right. So he was kind of like building her up again, and then mm-hmm. she got the baby news, and now... Shut down. Castle of winks and smiles, wow. That's a good line. Can you really build a castle with winks and smiles? Yes, you can. I guess you can, apparently. He's not over. Nope. Well, how could you? I, I don't well, know. Well, I mean, I don't like her, so I could see how it would be easy, <laughs> but whatever. Like, go away. <sighs> So I love the contrast at the end of that episode between everybody at the mine and they're having their like little barbecue fish dinner. Yes. And then like the really cold, boring meal at the house <laughs> at Trent Whiff where everyone's just like looking at each other, super awkward and Yeah. <laughs> Francis isn't sitting there. She got the really bad end of the deal. And she's looking over at his chair like like Elizabeth yeah. is looking over like all sad faced. Wah, wah. Like, does she really miss him? Does she really worry for Could him? Could have been having a picnic. <laughs> by the mine. Yeah. Looking to see, eating some, what do you think they were eating? Some... But do you think she could handle that? No, probably not. Elizabeth no. the lady I don't think sitting so. at the mine, it's eating grilled fish. 
See, it wouldn't With have a worked out. Of drunks. <laughs> it would not have worked out. Just not at all. So yeah. So that closes episode two. The wandering piano runs in. So yeah. Should we make this the one episode and make third episode a? No, so keep going. No, you just gotta keep okay, going. Okay, listeners, combine it. You go <laughs> so, grab yourself a cuppa. This is back to back. And then come back in five seconds. This is episode three now. <laughs> five, four, three, intermission. two, one. Please take your seats. Mm. You're launching a rocket? Lovely. Lovely. Smashing. Oh, and here it comes. The culturally relevant <laughs> episode we've all been waiting for. You've been waiting yes. for. You, what do you mean Episode I've been waiting for? Three, this is like the bane of every husband's existence. <laughs> well, we have stuff to discuss before that scene. Well, oh, we yes. have... That is like toward the end of the episode. What, what did you want to discuss? Yeah. Sighting scene? Is that what we're talking about? We're talking towards the end. Yeah, well, yes, yeah we'll that's like to towards that. the end. Okay. But the, the end. show starts with the shimmering, beautiful ocean and then mm-hmm. the flowers of the field the sun, dawn it's dawn or sunset yes. so it like really pulls you in like violence oh. playing in the background yeah. yeah it's the beginning of the work day yeah ross is assessing his mind he's it's opening day <laughs> yes. of the mind mm-hmm. oh, the workers are coming i was gonna say the episode opens very cheerful because mm-hmm. everyone's going back to work mm-hmm. they've got the investments mm-hmm. which is what's his what's his face is that this one or the next one? Mm-hmm. Oh, henshaw Henshaw, they introduced in the previous oh, yeah, one. I really liked Henshaw, but yes. he was kind of the key to He's getting all nice the financing. Yeah. But yeah, when they're all like getting their little handkerchief things and they're off to work, it was making me think of like Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. And they're like, <laughs> it's off to work we go. And they have the little sticks. I can't whistle. I would do the whistling part, but I can't whistle the song. Try. <laughs> okay, you can't. <laughs> I'm trying to get my five year old nephew to teach me how. <laughs> oh, <okay. what? laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so, so they are back to work. Mm-hmm. And okay, speaking of work, Demelza and her work, she has learned how to cook pretty good. She so that fancy knew. little pie that she like, she's getting fancier. The first time she cooks and she brings them food, it's just like kind of crappy mm-hmm. looking. I thought that was Purdy's food. Well, maybe. Yeah, because isn't this the one where... Well, she didn't have things. So remember, they were poor, and so she just had bread to offer. Okay, I just feel like this was the first episode where it really shows off her little culinary skill right there. It was like this really pretty pie, and she like had it all designed. It's like a meat pie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like with her family, though, before, she was already the kitchen, because there was no mom, remember? So she had to be the kitchen person, so she was probably already cooking a little bit, perhaps. So, not mm-hmm. sure. And Ross does like it because he because that's when Prudy, what hurts herself or yeah because Prudy supposedly beat up yeah Prudy and Joe are having a, a yes. quote unquote domestic on the kitchen <laughs> yes. floor screaming at each other and then Prudy's like oh me arm she just looks so sad about it disappointed <laughs> she says, brew me a dish of tea while I rest in a broken wing yeah <laughs> like she's gonna show her the ropes I think that's yes. what it is because that's when Demelza takes over cooking that's true yeah. and then Ross is like so how long is Prudy gonna be out yep about a month, right? It's like maybe a little longer. Maybe prolong <laughs> that. Delay as long as possible. Keep her on the back burner. Yeah, right. So Literally. how much? How much time do you think passes from episode two to three? Because it opens with the mine opening and like mine's repaired, and then Elizabeth's showing, and then this episode she has the baby, right? So is it like nine, nine months? months? Well, yeah. Yeah, it has yeah, to be nine months because it shows her have the baby. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, and obviously there's more extended time. Well, it's like a bit of a time jump, right? Yeah, because it's already been a couple years since Demel's has come to the house. Because at the end of the episode, he's like, "You've been employed with me for two years," mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's okay. already been a couple of years span. Good point. From that. Good point. But yeah, since the last episode, it would have been probably nine months because mm-hmm. then she has the baby while they're all at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's okay. Speaking of, I would not want to have a baby in those days. Did you see those plier things? That's what you pull the baby out with. Yeah, I know. No thanks. You just grab the head with that, right? Mm-hmm. But still, and then that just looked scary. Yeah, like salad tongs. Just you scary. Just... <laughs> the poor baby. <laughs> Pulled out by those things. Oh, he lived. <laughs> he lived. Let's jump to Ginny and Jim's wedding scene because you see Demelza dancing, right? Yes. And if you recall, Ross doesn't like to dance or he prefers not to dance. That's right. He is dancing in this That's scene. That's true. Doesn't want to dance with nobody at the ball. No. Well, he danced with Elizabeth. Well, yeah, okay, you're right. Besides that, but. And then the preacher. What does he say to them? Yeah, so that's the so the yeah. beginning of the episode when they open the mine. There's all the investors, oh, and they're yeah, like, that, mm-hmm. you know, the doctor. Oh yeah. And they're like, are they saying, you know, is what they say true that he's him and Demelza, blah blah blah, and he'd be a fool not to. Yeah. So there's all this gossip mill, right? Mm-hmm. It's already happening. It's starting. And then the local par- priest is saying, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you should get married so you don't be a sinner, yep. <laughs> you fornicating mm-hmm. fool. And you can tell this is where Ross starts to be like more noticeable of Demelza because he's watching mm-hmm. her dance and mm-hmm. do her little cutely like drink while she's dan- dancing, which is really cute because you mm-hmm. know that's that's an art <laughs> to drink and dance. I have you tried it? Yes, I have. <laughs> Colin's wedding. <laughs> that's true. And I ate cake while I was dancing. Too. You were kind of like the uh, speakeasy at Colin's wedding. I was all woo woo, let's get the party going. <laughs> They're like, hey girl, come here. I got some of my purse for you. Oh, let's play some better music now. So did they really hire you to show Demelza how to do that? Huh? Like you went back to England and they hired you for that dance sequence, and you're like, this is how you do it, guys. No, I imagine not. Because, uh, side note, Ross is knows how to dance. He does. He probably shows him the dozy he, he's been he was dancing at ten years old. Yes, he took ballroom. Yes, in real life. I would like to take dancing lessons he, from him. Mm-hmm. Would you? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. would be. Yep. Get your hands off my wife, Aiden. <laughs> you don't care. He's too busy with life. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> anyway. So again, so you go to that reception scene, and then they contrast that with boring life at Trent with, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, I gotta go back. Age six is when he started ballroom dancing. Anyways, I'll stop. That was it. Aiden. Aiden Turner. He was six years old. Six years old. Okay, and he was doing it up when, until he was like in his late teens, right? Like, was he in competitions? Uh-huh. His country for 10 years. He represented his country for 10 years. Which That's, country? Uh, Ireland, right? That, Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Ireland. Do they just call that river dance? That is not river dance. That's ballroom in Ireland, right? No. Yeah. It's, it's a type of dance. They do like normal Sir Michael Flatley. <laughs> they have one dance. Well, or two dances. Maybe there is an uh, elegant way of rubber dancing. Uh, okay, so like we're the gonna, dance to Molly Hatchet. Yeah. We're going to cut to the scene where the baby is born and everyone's at oh, the friend right. yes, with. Yes, for the Christian Christian Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I could say that. Christian Christian. Yes. And then he has a heart attack. Uncle has a heart attack. Thank goodness. Get him out. I mean, you think it, but he survives. No disrespect to the, the actual dead. But. Yeah, he really did die in real life, but he made it through that episode. But do you think it was easy for Ross to go to this? That'd be no. weird. Yeah. It's just like the whole dinner, the mm-hmm. engagement. Now he's here for the birth mm-hmm. of a new child, a new, a new line in the family name. Mm-hmm. 
That would be hard. And then Francis is like on, he's on full bore paranoid by the end no, of that he's scene. Fine. He's like, he's actually okay at first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He like invites Ross, and then here comes George, George. again. Yeah. Oh, in the corner. No. Look at that little family picture. Like yeah. The thing. Mm-hmm. And then Francis like scuttles over and won't even look at Ross. He's like, this uh-huh. come with me. Mm-hmm. It's like he was totally fine at that moment. George slithered in. Yeah, like what did he, what did he say at that point? I mean, he basically was like telling him to check it out, but I don't remember what his exact words. Christina, do you recall? I don't because remember. they're kind of in the distance, right? Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of bending his ear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Putting ideas in there. And is there a more terrible name for a doctor than Doctor Choke? Doctor Choke. Doctor Choke. Yeah. I feel terrible. I need someone to get Doctor Choke. No, not him. <laughs> Will this town ever get a better doctor? Oh, no. We'll have to keep watching. <laughs> Do you like Aunt Agatha to Ross? Have we met? <laughs> That's right. Oh, the old lady guilt is so no good. Subtle in that. way of, yeah, guilting you. Oh, that was my other thing. She's referring to Verity. She goes, it's just me and Mistress <laughs> Glumps. Oh. Glumps, come on, you old bag. I mean. No one is nice to each other in that family. <laughs> no one likes each other. That's right. A bunch of jerks. Oh, oh brother. Yeah, so Verity's back. Where she started. Feeling sad. Yes. That's right. And then the gossiping happens with the, uh, you see like in the room, the gossiping between the, remember Mrs. Teague's mom and oh, the, the, and, uh, the Chenoweth, Elizabeth's mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like in that corner, like gossiping. She's like a power gossiper. Oh, Elizabeth's she is. Mom. Yeah. I don't like her. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. as Ross is away, somebody finds something interesting in Ross's office, right? The dress. The teal dress with the green dress. The teal dress. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it had to have been Ross's mom's dress, we decided, because there was no other lady that lived there, so it had to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Could yeah. be. Wasn't Purdy's. Could no. be Judd's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was his mom's. But do we know what happened to his mom? Mm-mm. You need to read the book probably. Maybe the book says what happened to his mom. That's true. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Yes. Because all Ross says is like his dad died in yeah. bed, right? Yeah, he never talks about his mom. Because the only thing he talked about was, yeah, it's all about his dad, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed that point. I don't know. We're going to look that one up. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Yes. Research. So in the bed, we start to feel the pressure that we're talking to, uh, discussing this about the pressure that Francis gets from his dad, right? Yeah. As his dad's laying there, as he's giving him that speech, learn fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you could see Francis getting worried like about the the magnitude of the responsibility that's going to fall on him instantly if his dad mm-hmm. were to die mm-hmm. and I think that probably heightens his paranoia mm-hmm. heightens his anxiety to the next level that we begin to see that's right yeah and he attempts to go to that mine and then he just kind of slowly turns around and it's like never mind he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Why didn't? Th- why don't you think he wants to just learn the ropes? I don't know. He probably his dad doesn't seem like the. Let me show you how to do this. Come learn, learn. Well, he's saying learn from Ross. Like let Ross show you the ropes, how to do it. Yeah, and he's already kind of cashed but, out on Ross. So he doesn't want to. Yeah. So it's probably a pride thing. Yeah. It's like he doesn't. He's like be like Ross, but Ross is in the mine, right? Mm-hmm. And he's working with everybody, and probably Francis just doesn't wants want to be, to be all those people. a man of high society and just right. hang out. And, gamble and because that's what they did right you yeah. you hung out you drank you gambled and you cheated on you cheated on your wife 
because mm-hmm. that's basically that's what those men do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The enterprising Margaret. So it's interesting that the women who slept around with men were looked down upon, but, you know, men were, mm-hmm. men were at that level as well. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then we cut to what's the, the scene, the cute scene where she's feeding Ross. And he invites her to come dine yeah, with them. She hadn't eaten. She forgot. It happens. Eat. Hard workers. Never she got eat. to eat some hearty potato soup. Mm. Yeah. Stuffing it in there like a chipmunk. <laughs> she's got those yeah. chipmunk cheeks. Mm. And she's just dropping everything in front of him before he asks for it. He's like, can you do something that doesn't make me seem utterly predictable? Utterly predictable. Utterly predictable. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like it. But that's actually... They're kind of already getting to that relationship point because... Demelza's, in a sense, telling her the the workers' gossip, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what a married couple do but sit around the table and talk about gossip, right? <laughs> we do that? We don't. Huh? No, we talk about the day's activities, right? Okay, yeah. Your insight, that was their day's insight. activity. Right. So yeah. she was worried about Ginny and Jim, and she just, like, honestly, so, sir, and then she begins to tell mm-hmm. him about mm-hmm. how, what Ginny's concerns were about Jim. Demelza's kind of like, she's kind of like a go-between a little yeah, bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. She kind of knows the stuff going on. It's kind of like a little relationship. Checking with her. A little relationship time. <laughs> Eat my soup. With some potato soup. Tell me some cheese, man. While she's got food in her mouth, he's like asking her these questions. <laughs> potato like spitting out. <laughs> <laughs> she kept it in. It was pretty she good. She did pretty good. Very talented. Yeah. There was no food coming out of her mouth. <laughs> no, nobody would waste food back then. <laughs> no. Stuffed away in those cheeks. So then Jim gets, he gets caught for poaching. He does. And then right. Jim, Jim, Jim. Then he goes, he gets the sentence. Two years mm-hmm. imprisonment. So mm-hmm. the guy right before Jim got the sentence of transportation. Yeah. So transportation, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. It was a sentence that was an alternative to hanging, mm-hmm. but it was convicted criminals sent to the colonies to serve their sentence. To the Americas. And to the Americas. So would that be worse than going to a prison where he went? It depends on what I you got to do in the colonies, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. That's why they're saying they're being lenient with them. So that's what makes it sound like maybe mm-hmm. it would be worse to get transported. Because mm-hmm. he was saying, the, considering the fact that you have a wife and a kid, we won't like, transport you, basically. You'll have to stay here. But even two years in that prison yeah. is going to be horrible. And Ross tries to intervene. You can see his yeah. character to stand up for his friends and even his employees because he's there mm-hmm. sticking up for them, trying to, to lessen the penalty. So he drives. So drives. So here's my question for you. Do, I mean, do you, do you feel bad for Jim? And do you think Poldark's justified in defending him? I kind of do, because I understand where Jim's coming from. He, even though he's okay with his, like, caring for his wife and everything, he, he's a dutiful son taking care of his mom and sisters. Well, that's what he was saying. It's like, yeah, we have enough for us too, but what about my mom and my sisters? I got to mm-hmm. provide for them too. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know... It's sad. That's what they did back then. The mm-hmm. poor were poaching because they're trying to feed their families. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was like stealing off the land, it basically. Is. Yeah. So it's still a crime. It's sad that they were doing it for, you know, I guess a good reason mm-hmm. to like feed themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and so you kind of feel bad for them. You kind of frustrated with them because it's like you shouldn't have done it. You have a baby on the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just work it out somehow. And his wife's some like, other way. just talk to Ross, right? Right. Like, and Ross was going to offer him something. Mm-hmm. So it, if he would have just been patient and thought about his actions first. 
he would not be in prison. That doesn't push the narrative. With a yelling man who's afraid of a rat in his cell. Yeah. But we do get kind of like the thing, the scene of things to come from Ross, right? Like he's more worried about the more common man. He's kind of social justice warrior a little bit, trying right. to fight for the little guy. I mean, at least he, it's two years in a petri dish for this poor guy who's already got, you know, obviously TB or something. But yeah, it's like a lung problem. But it could be worse. Like you guys said, he could have gotten transported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sad. And died on the ship. <laughs> and then it cuts to the scene where um, Demelza's dad, like I think Jen Prudy and Demelza are out in the field, and Demelza's dad approaches. Daddy Carn. He's so a uh, creeper. But he's found he's full of religion now, people. He's like, check out my outfit. Check me out. I got a wife. She got me this outfit. <laughs> so in the beginning, he's a drunk abuser, and yeah. Demelza's got, you know whips on her back and mm-hmm. then now he's a religious zealot so which one's worse yeah which one's worse yeah don't read my notes well we find out later it's not any better right <laughs> he's just not a balanced character no that's true he's just not balanced in his ways so you could be religious and still be balanced but you can be religious mm-hmm. and unbalanced and a zealot and then you get kind of an idea of what he's headed for right because you see a guy in the market earlier with the you're all gonna burn in hell sign type mm-hmm. deal yeah on the extreme. And then, Seems like an attractive message. You know, I don't want to burn in hell, but no this guy went through the trouble of making a sign. <laughs> well, it upsets Demelza and Ash. She's home and she feels like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, it's going to be like, she's already worried and like, she's audibly con- like talking and expressing her thoughts. And he's like, don't worry yourself. He's not, he's not coming home tonight. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, what are you talking about? He's not even going to be here tonight. That's true. But, but he does. Bummer, though. She's finally starting to like feel at home there, and now comes her dad. Like it's gonna take her back now, and mm-hmm. she's like, "What do we do now?" The clock is ticking. Clock is ticking. Ticking for love. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Brings us on to that next dress scene. No, but oh, do you like the yes part? The no, I know, but right before that, she's in Ross's office and she's pulling a Marie Kondo. Do you remember? She's like, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. She's saying goodbye to goodbye. all of Goodbye. Like, Marie Kondo is that lady, the, the uh, simplified, like, where you clean out your closet and, like, organize all your crap. And you say goodbye to, to your dress. You, you. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye to your items as they, I don't know. Uh, you, like, namaste to your old socks. Yeah. So, anyways, that's why I said she's yeah. pulling a Marie Kondo by saying goodbye to everything. But, anyways. Then, teal dress. But she does say, I can't leave him. Yes. Yeah. Not the job. She does like the guy. Yeah, I can't leave him. Yes. Ross. Oh, he needs me to put everything in front mm-hmm. of him before he asks for it. Mm-hmm. She like it a Ross. You know what I'm saying? And she like it a Ross. And he said it. He's like, sometimes I just don't even see what's right in front of me. And yeah. you're like, that's Hello. right. She's right. sitting right in front of you. Ding, ding, ding. So anyways... Yes, then the scene where she's wearing the dress, he comes home, he starts, he's been, he's, he looks like he's already been brooding and drinking. Classic, yeah, classic he's brooding already up that bad day. And then Ninja Demelza's trying to <laughs> <laughs> tiptoe her way through the room, not swishing that dress around. Mm-hmm. And she's like trying to comfort him, like from afar, so he doesn't choose. She's just gonna like slip out as he's talking to her, like, yeah. I'm not listening to you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because that dress then, could be loud. It looked yeah, like it was a loud kind of dress. Swish, 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 swish. She did pretty good. Yeah, she did that's really good. good. That's yeah. good. Does she have good core control, babe, you think? 
Demosa? Uh, no. no. We'll talk about core control when we see. Oh, um, oh okay. Well, so let's get through Ross this scene. Later on. <laughs> so, Huzzah. Uh, so as we see, Ross gets angry. Yeah. Then Mr. Self-Control wins, Ooh. which we rare, we never ever really see with Ross, right? Right. He did feel bad that he yelled at her. She kind of started crying. Yes, kind of he realized he's kind of being a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. He was being a jerk about it. And then he feels mm-hmm. bad for kissing her. Yeah. Does he? Well, then he's Probably realizing, not. I'm going to make all these rumors true now. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we were talking about, anyways, the dress. That was kind of interesting how'd she get into it. So, anyways, <laughs> she had her moment where she... Remember what you guys said? You thought the next thing she was going to do, like after Ross walked out, is pour herself a drink. That's what I thought oh, she was yeah. going to do. And get over it. But yeah. she went and blew out the candle. Oh, the flame is gone, but the, the flame is on. <laughs> yeah. It was. The room. So then... Demelza like it a Ross. <laughs> She's coming back about more. <laughs> Hello. I cannot undo my dress. <laughs> How does this come up? Oh my god, it crosses in the back. How did I get this on me in the first place? <laughs> it must have been those mice that, you know, like Cinderella. Yeah. The birds in the mice they dressed her. They sure did. So, like we said, the <laughs> green dress was the green light for love. Yes, oh, and then yes. we cut to the saucy scene. And we don't... <laughs> saucy. Super saucy. And then morning happens and birds are chirping, right? Yeah, she's laying in the grass. Mm-hmm. As, it, the as they always do. Birds are chirping. And as she's laying in the grass later on, she hears siphine. Ah, siphine. 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 Okay, hold on. Siphine. Siphine. All right, that's what I meant remember, to say. But she's sitting, she's sitting in the field with Garrick, right? Yes. yes. And my thought was Garrick's like, well, you're glowing this morning, Demelza. Something <laughs> like different about you. <laughs> yeah, she's like instantly. Your amazing, too. I know. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's Maybelline. Maybelline. Yeah, she's just got... So, and then minute 53 and 30 seconds happens, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, 52 minutes and 33 seconds. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if you're ever watching funny. the episode and you're just trying to just get directly you, to that You're trying that to scene. understand what the heck is wrong with all these polar <laughs> women. Then cut to episode three at 52 <laughs> and 33 seconds. seconds. Yep. 52 and change. And change. Yep. Yep. And yes, scything. Yes, Sizing, not scything. Don't listen to me. So let me say this little thing before you get off, because this is your thing. <laughs> I mean, before <laughs> you this, before you go <laughs> on with your. I, I have no tirade. So scything <laughs> was supposed to be done. They did an interview with um, Aiden, and he was asked. He had the scything association people come and show him how to oh. scythe, and it's more like a golfing <laughs> putting. And he's like, well, that's not going to look good. And he's like, I'm just going to kind of do my own thing. So we are very happy that uh, that Ross or Aiden Turner decided to go with the his version of scything and not the Martin Kibblewith, who is on YouTube. You can watch it later. It's an old man <laughs> showing you all things scything. Kibblewith. And how you use the scything knobs, the scything <laughs> stick, and anyways, the blades, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, and you know, he said, I remember an interview, he was like, why would I, ha- if I was doing this in real life, I would be hot. I'm yeah. just going to take my shirt off because it's oh, he thank was hot. you. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so <laughs> thank you. he's like, that just seemed like the normal thing to do. And oh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, oh. And in another interview, he said, if, you know, they were asking, oh, is he, are you going to take your top off again? Like, and he's like, if the ratings are bad, I may have to at the end of the show. <laughs> So, I didn't think you need to. I think 
Episode three was very it perfect was moment. Too. Uh, I think Mr. Kibbleworth has a point. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Hans. What was your moment for sizing? So okay, so here's my here's the question I want to ask from the lady's perspective. Mm -hmm. Up until episode three, mm -hmm. minute fifty one. <laughs> like, what was your opinion on the show? Were you like, well, this is a good period piece show. It's no. full of intrigue, and I was in. I, I like, I liked it from the beginning. I was hooked. You were. Hooked? It is not just because Yana Sharon. I was more hooked after I... that, but because <laughs> hey, I'm BBC stuff all the way. I love all the period drama stuff, mm -hmm. so I was already digging it, dude. Honestly, before fifty two thirty three came along, okay. I can honestly I'm just, say that. I'm just, I'm just wondering if like at the end of season one, if the show like really jumped the shark and like as they're mining, they find dinosaurs or something. And so Ross has to fight dinosaurs in season two. Would you still be like, well, you might have to take a shirt off to fight a dinosaur. What? <laughs> what? Why would there be dinosaurs? Hey, they have no way. fossils. No, I'm saying if it just, the show guys. got ridiculous, would you still be in yeah, for Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I'm hooked now. Me too. Babe, just put down the knife, okay? <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. It just was a highlight of the show. So how do you, how do you get abs like that, babe? Well, he was talking about his diet. He had to have a diet for this. So there is more information. There is. Sorry, okay. I was as hey, I was doing Pilates Christina and being is distracted. Is a Pilates instructor? She's giving so, like legit information. On no, that. how does he get? He they interviewed him. He had to have. He had to have. A, he had to go on a diet. Yeah, I can't remember himself. what it was. Why are you so flustered with your words? But um, he had to go on a diet. And your face is so red. You're fanning yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so steamy in here. I just I gotta open a window. I think you're the one who's making the moment more steamy. I think you're trying to steam up the moment. Thank you. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here. Well, you don't water. get abs like that by sitting on the couch abs and steel. eating potato chips. That's for sure. Wasn't there an exercise video called Abs of Steel? Yeah, there was. Uh, there was. And buns of steel. <laughs> He was. Mm -hmm. He's bringing sexy back. That's the sizing. Like, you could put that in. He could size to that. See? You could, like, do a, like, reverse. Front reverse. He's bringing sexy. And he's bringing sexy yeah. back. He's bringing mm -hmm. sizing back. He's bringing he did bring sizing back. <laughs> All the way Aiden back. Turner, you brought it back. Back now, to now all these all these chubby guys are gonna go out and impress their women. See, by just sizing. go on a diet and size. Go. And it's go. that simple, people. <laughs> guys, yes. all you gotta do. You just do a thousand sit-ups a day. So yes. I okay, go not a in a weird way, but just from an aesthetic, you know, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> movement Pilates instructor, movement practitioner point of view. But yes. what was the most appealing part of this is physique for you? Everything. Okay. Shoulders, chest, abs. I don't. I don't analyze it as closely as you do within oh, that area. Okay. Mm. All right. <laughs> I fancy just lat. What's the lat? From the side of your armpit muscle. And he was like, <laughs> I like Look it up. Latissimus dorsi. I like this triceratrepes. Those are good. <laughs> There's no triceratrepes. <laughs> that would be triceps. He's just adding or a different whatever. Word to, or whatever. Or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, Demelza's enjoying that moment. Oh, completely. She's she yes. lurking all over the place. She is. Can you blame her? She's, she's got to watch him. She's doing the creep. She's in, she's doing the creep in the field. She's doing hey, the creep yeah. on the hill. We were all doing it watching the TV screen. 
with her. Yeah, so I, I it's still good. I wasn't. <laughs> All the men were just jealous. The girlies were doing this. 